This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, come everything sport, international and local. Now, this show has been known to punch above its weight, but this is bringing it to a whole nother level. The Mick Queen herself, Anna Jar, is on the show today in the Halftime Show. Lucky enough, I got a chance to interview her at RBO to be able to actually ask her how she does it. Now, wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, we're even tuning at home watching us live on YouTube. Buckle up because it's about to be a killer show with the professional boxing coach herself, the sensation Mick Queen. Stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Abdouri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international and local. Let me get you through this story now because I'll tell you how this happened. My wife messaged me following Michelle's post on Real Boxing Home. I couldn't believe this next person I am about to introduce was going to be in my second home, Real Boxing Only. So what did I do? I reached out to Michelle and said, Michelle, you've got to hook me up with that Mick Queen. This has got to happen. And what did Michelle say? Listen, I'll do what I can do. As always, she's always accommodating. And she made this interview happen. I've reached out to her since day one. And finally, she is here. Welcome to the Halftime hello, Show. Hello, hello. What a great way to introduce me. Can we do that more? One more time. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about you. So there's plenty of that to do. Uh, let's start from where you're from. I am first-generation American from the United States. My parents are from Baghdad, Iraq. Baghdad, Iraq. Just, just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I wanted her to say it. I didn't want to say it. I wanted her to say it. Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. And how was is, how is the rise of the McQueen? Where did it start? Well, honestly, this really 12, 13 years ago, my brother was um, competing as an MMA fighter. And so when he started competing, I wanted to understand the sport. I didn't understand what was going on. I'm watching him fight and I don't know if he's doing good or if he's doing bad. And so I took my first boxing class with him. And you know, from there was really history. I never stopped. I was taking classes, understanding the sport. At that point, I became my brother's manager, selling tickets for his fights and all of that. I always had a other another job on the side. And so then eventually, within so many years, I decided to just quit and go full on in as a coach. And about once the pandemic hit, then really in reality, my page hit. And so I was like, everybody's on their phone, everybody's on Instagram, so I should start posting my mitt videos because that's what I'm known for. I posted my first video and it hit about 100,000 views. And at the time, I've never seen numbers like that before. And so after that, I kept going and going and going to the point that one of my videos actually had 18 million views. I know, and I was like, what is this? 
But it's crazy because to me, it's just another day and I'm holding mitts. But to everyone else, seeing a female holding mitts for these big guys or these fast guys, it's so crazy to them. So really, in reality, it's just I'm very blessed and I'm very humble to show the world. But I'm still just your average person and still doing my thing and coaching all my fighters. And I have Olympic champions and I have... A pros that are killing it and I have so many different people that I get to train now and it's just crazy crazy to it's think it's still surreal to be able to see the rise it, from where it started it really 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 honestly is till this day when people come up to me and they want a picture and they want to see me I still am like they really want to see me <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm not that cool <laughs> but yeah it's super super surreal I don't think I could get used to it, really, in reality. And so it started with your brother, and now it's become your own passion. Uh, what's the timeline in that from, from the first second you kind of switch roles to now? Honestly, from my brother, I was always Sean's little sister. Always Sean's little sister. And then once I started getting known throughout the internet and on Instagram and things like that, it's only been about a year now. Wow. Yeah, it, I started with... 2,000 followers. Today I'm at 605,000. Yeah, so it's really, really new to me still. But I mean, it's kind of cool that now everyone's like, oh, you're the Mick Queen's brother. <laughs> like, ah, 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 how does it feel? <laughs> so, you know, that's how I live life. I'm always yeah. like, ah. <laughs> Whenever I can get you, I'm getting you, that's for sure. <laughs> so now, how is it from his side? Now he's seen his sister from managing him, selling tickets, to be able to be the sensation that you are on social media. How is he adapted to the role? Which is, it's great because he's still in the same world with me. And he always talks about me and he's so like, yeah, the Mick Queen's my sister. Like he loves to tell people that. So it's really awesome to see it that way. And it's like he's on this ride with me and he understands. So, I mean, he stopped fighting over five, six years ago and he's taken on his career as a chemist. So now for him, it's like okay you know my sister is doing it she's doing her thing so it's pretty cool and and so we talk about support system normally in sports or in life how important is that support system especially on the darker days so i would say i am surrounded by the best people in the world the gym i'm out of in san diego is called bomber squad boxing academy i've been with them for over since the beginning of my journey which was 13 14 years ago so for me i i'm a very positive person nothing can bother me there if you have haters that means you made it so for me i'm like i, I don't care and my skill shows that i should be respected in the sport so in reality it doesn't I, it doesn't bother me if there's anybody who's negative all the people surrounding me they talk very highly of me and it's very appreciated amazing coming up next we're talking to the mitqueed about how she resets how she works on her mental fitness and more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95. this is the halftime show with omar adori on pulse 95. welcome back to the halftime show with omar adori i'm your host cover everything sport international Long Bruh. we are here in the ring what, what kind of McQueen. break is that <laughs> she's done this plenty of times i'm clearly the amateur we're talking boxing and how she resets. Uh, 
<laughs> McQueen. This guy doesn't know what a break is. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should teach him. Usually get 30 seconds in between rounds, bro. This guy said, welcome back. One second later. <laughs> <laughs> so I am here with the McQueen and Naja. She's here all the way from San Diego. And we are here at Real Boxing Only interviewing her. She asked me if it's all going to be about her. And I said, yes, it is. Of course. <laughs> I mean, why else do we want to talk about anybody else? The McQueen's here. So let's talk about Michelle. Uh, no. So, uh, Michelle. <laughs> so, so um, uh, McQueen, how do you reset? Honestly, I take one day off a week. My one day off, I, I'm a runner, so my running really is my therapy. I run every single day, but that one day that I'm off, I like to go on different trails, really just get my mind right and relax. So my reset is my day off, which is on Sundays, and I just chill, I run, I relax, and then I'm good to go. Because, I mean, all day long, every day, I'm a hype. I'm a hype woman. And it's like, people don't understand. It's like, I have to be hype at 6 a.m., and I have to be hype at 8 p.m., so... You know, it's very different, but I can do it. I got it. And a lot of people talk about physical fitness on the show here. We like to talk about mental fitness. What do you do to enhance your mental fitness? Honestly, I just, it's who I surround myself with. I like to go through, I like to just see different things that are happening. And really in reality, when I, I watch other sports on purpose, and when I watch these other like sports, like, football? no, football, yeah, <laughs> American football. <laughs> See what I have to deal with. See, it comes on my I don't show. watch soccer. She changes I watch, uh, the name football. of football. <laughs> American <laughs> yeah. football, yes. But like just athletes in general. Thankfully, I get to work with all kinds of athletes from NBA players, NFL players to, you know, golf players. I work with everyone. So seeing them mentally and physically really helps me right. as well. And so do you ever take social detoxes from social media? Because that's what put you on a map. Social media has been a great tool. Do you, how do you disengage from that? From social media, really, I live and breathe social media. <laughs> so to detox it, honestly, if you ever looked at my feed on on Instagram, <laughs> and you know, and you go on an explore page, you're gonna show what you regularly pick. I am the girliest girly girl. <laughs> my feed is not boxing. My feed is not sports. It is nail polishes. Is diamond show the camera rings. What we're working with. <laughs> It is, you know, you know, I got my nails done to come here. <laughs> it's eyelashes. Like, my, I'm all about getting my nails done, doing my eyelashes, getting my hair done. I'm like the girliest girly girl. That's why they always say bougie in boxing. <laughs> bougie <laughs> comes before the boxing, but I do know how to box. Right. <laughs> so really, in reality, my social detox is getting my nails done yeah. <laughs> and doing things like that. Right. And and. What you, what's your take on social media meeting boxing nowadays? Because a lot of the talk now is YouTubers, celebrities, people from the outside world of boxing entering into the ring. What's your take on that? Honestly, I think it's great for the sport. It's brought so many different eyes to the sport now. So many more people are watching it. So for me, it's something fighters don't like it but i think it's great because you know when it comes down to it they're all watching now look at how many more eyes they're watching like jake paul fighting i don't think i don't hate on the guy i think it's great because look at all his following watching that's never watched boxing before yeah so it's really good for the sport the next question would be would you ever step in the ring Honestly, I'm going to tell you the honest truth. After all my surgeries for being bougie, (laughs) 
I will not <laughs> do it. Back then I would, but at my age now, it doesn't make sense. Right. It really doesn't. Right. Unless I'm going to be making millions, there ain't no way I'm going to do it. Right. So, so if you got a YouTuber now that steps up and says, Mitt Queen, I want a piece of those mitts, would you step in the ring with me? Um, for millions, yes. Okay, Jake Paul, if you're watching. Jake, Jake Paul, <laughs> um, sir. Jake Paul's sister. <laughs> I got you. Coming up next, we're going to take a quick break and oh, I'm going to yeah? have her Let's doing the intro. Okay, once we get back on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. And we're back <laughs> here on this show. What show is it? The halftime show, you know, we took on Pulse 95, we took a small break. It's no big deal. It was about one second, but we're back. Here we go. Oh, what a great break. <laughs> what a great break. And I'm here with the Mick Queen herself and Najar. She's here all the way from San Diego here at Real Boxing Only with me in the ring. And we're talking about all sorts of things with boxing, the way she started her journey. Um, the last part, we're going to do, we're gonna do a, a quick fire round with you. Oh, God. I'm going to shoot a word your way. You're going to tell me what you think of it. There's no wrong answer. It's opinion a based. Word. A word. Okay. Okay, it could be anything. Okay. I'm gonna start with something simple. Okay. Coffee. Yum. Water. Good. Why did a chicken cross the road? To get to the other side. The Mick Queen. It's the best ever. Social media. It's great. <laughs> Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali? Muhammad Ali. Mm. Football or soccer? Don't give me that look now. Raider Nation football. Your experience in the UAE? Amazing. Hot. 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 <laughs> Mitt Queen in five years. Um, hopefully her Mitt line will be out. Nice. Okay. As in like it's not me. What a dumb... <laughs> I speak in third person, yeah, so big fine. deal. So you, can do, you can do what you want. Um, role models? Um, honestly, I would say my father being one of the biggest, for sure, and my family in general. Support system? Amazing. Reset? Running. Music? If it doesn't have words, I just want to hear beats, because I listen to blasting music all day long at the gym. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> First song on your playlist? First song on my playlist right now, 95 South by J. Cole. Okay. Hey. Dang. Thug Life. <laughs> Didn't expect it to say that. <laughs> um, AJ or Tyson Fury? Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury. Fury. Why? I just think mentally he's a better fighter. Favorite meal? Pizza. That takes away favorite cheat meal. Okay. <laughs> we don't need a cheat meal. <laughs> uh, if you could share the ring with one person, who would it be? Honestly, one person. Just to pick his mind, really, in reality, I would want Mayweather. Because he's a very smart businessman as well, and I would want to pick his mind. Okay. Favorite boxer of all time? Of all time? How about we'll do um, a re my favorite retired boxer is Muhammad Ali, clearly. My current favorite is Lomachenko. Okay. And coming up, 
I have to say my boy Ryan Garcia. Nice. I have to. One, okay. I work with him. Shout out to Team Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um, female fighters. Um, Clarissa Shields. I am a fan of her. Um, really, not too many. I would say Clarissa or Raquel. Uh, pet peeve? Pet peeve. People that wear sandals <laughs> and they drag their feet. <laughs> Pick up your sandal, <laughs> please. Or she'll put out the mitts. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's one of the two. Like, why do you drag your feet? <laughs> Let's ask the world. <laughs> Especially when there's sand around, like that noise. <laughs> I can't. Uh, upcoming events coming up for you? Um, this Saturday, actually, here, there's the strong men. The two strongest men are fighting each other. One of my fighters, his name is Josh Bridges. He's fighting on that card, on the undercard. He's two CrossFit guys will be fighting each other in a boxing fight. Fantastic. Yes. Would you ever cross to MMA? Um, honestly, I started in MMA, like, watching and training. I still love MMA. I train a lot of UFC fighters. But would I cross over? No, I, I'm really open to any combat sport in reality because every combat sports you need your hands and you need to know how to box. So I don't discriminate on them, but I did start in MMA. Okay. Would I be an MMA fighter? No. Okay. Conor McGregor. I love him. Really? Of course. He's a genius. Okay. I don't care what anybody says. He is such a smart businessman. Clearly, I like the business part of things. The way he sells himself, I do think he is a good fighter when he was in his prime, but he's great. I would love to work with Connor. Okay, fantastic. Last but not least, your experience on the halftime show. I mean, it's almost as cool as me, <laughs> but it's pretty up there. <laughs> And there you have it. That is the interview with the Mick Queen of Amna Jar here on the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for your time. And remember, you can catch all of our shows on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or head over to our YouTube channel. Thanks to the man himself, Super Mario. He'll be hooking us up on there. And we will see you very, very soon. Peace and love. I'm out. If you liked this episode of the Halftime Show, drop a like and subscribe. 95. Be sure to follow us on Instagram for all our daily updates and top stories. Bubbles. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm. 